Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates shepherd's pie. It's like puke in a pan. Plus, it's morally wrong to call it pie. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. Joe hates littering. The penalties range from $10 to $500. They should range from $500 to death. And Joe hates when people say Satan as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello, welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my producer, Jake. Hello, Joe. Hi, Jake. This week we're going into the top five of the top ten. So it's part two of the top ten, number five through one. All right, let's get down to it. I'm ready to get into this hate. Number five, I hate square dancing. I have a real problem with authority, and that's probably why I hate square dancing. The, square, the caller will say, Alaman left, and I'll be like, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. <laughs> that's interesting. Yoshi Do, no, stop telling me what to do. Isn't it based off of what song is on? I, I have no idea how it works. I think my, my hatred of this stems all the way back to junior high school, which is what we used to call middle school back in my day, because I'm old, and we call it uh, we call it junior high school. And they had uh, a gym unit where it was square dancing as the gym unit. Yeah, they still and have that. I, I had to do that. Do they? Yeah. That is the absolute worst. Why? It's- do you do this to junior high school students? You're going to pair them up with girls when they're like going through that awkward phase of girls are still kind of gross, but I'm not supposed to tell everybody that I like them when deep down I like nothing more than girls right now. You know? I mean, it, beyond that, it's just why? Why square dancing? Why, why right. any other kind of physical activity? What is the cultural significance anymore of square dancing? I think this is part well, of American now hang culture. On. Now hang on. I am from an area where square dancing is still a big thing. As in every Thursday night is square dancing at the local bar. You're kidding me. No, not at all. I had no idea such a thing still existed. It absolutely did, and and that place would be packed, and there would be lifted trucks everywhere in the parking lot. Are you sure? Now, hold on. Are you saying square dancing or line dancing? Isn't that the same thing? No. No, these are two different things. No. Square, All right, then what's square dancing? Square dancing is literally when you have a, you have, it's, it's let's see, I think it's uh, 16 people in a square, right? And you literally stand in a square, and they're they're paired off into two Just sides. how much I know. I, four I'm, sides. This is completely and lost on me. Each of, the, each of the people is then paired into couples. Each side is paired into two couples. So each side of the square has two couples with, you know, each couple having two people. So there's four people, there's four squares, 16 people. And then... Depending on what you do, or the caller says you do, there's actually a guy up there calling the dance, and he's telling you what to do. And you got to know all the moves. So when he says do do you have to know what a do do is. And you can't just think, that's a Girl Scout cookie, because it is, and a delicious one at that. Oh, man. This is confusing, and you know what? Fine. I hate it, too. Sounds good. <laughs> Let's move on. I've already convinced you of how much you hate it's squirting. It's easy. Very good. Number four, and this is a real, uh, a real stickler for me. I hate inappropriate profile pictures on LinkedIn. 
LinkedIn. LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a professional yeah. networking site, like a social networking site. But I mean, but it's professional. If there's any social media site that you do not put a pro- inappropriate pictures on, it's LinkedIn. Right. Absolutely. Because you put a professional picture up, and you let that be it. It's not. There's nothing about LinkedIn that's private. It's suppo- it's supposed to be an online resume. Exactly. And you don't put your political views up there. You don't put anything else up there other than your professional accomplishments. That's insane. Who does that? I don't know, but I've seen people do it. I actually was at a uh, a school where I'm I'm telling high school students when they when they open up their LinkedIn profile pictures, let's look at some really bad ideas. And I just imagine HR people doing this, looking through the LinkedIn profile pics, going. Hey, next, nice duck face. Next, you have a dog. Great. Next, are you drunk in this picture? Next, a mirror selfie. Next. <laughs> That's just <laughs> what's I, going on. Why? Take, take the five minutes to have somebody take a nice looking picture of you standing there smiling. You know it, what? Not Hang that on a hard. second. This is fine because guess what it's doing? It's, You're too <laughs> dumb to figure out. LinkedIn is a professional website, right. is not Facebook. And for that reason, I don't want to hire you. Exactly. You're I wouldn't want someone who would do that in my company. It's making it easier for us to get a job, right? It, it, well, it's making it's, – it's part of the weeding out process that is hiring. That's right. Saying, I don't want someone who can't figure out that LinkedIn is a professional website. It isn't Twitter. It right. isn't Instagram. You don't put pictures on there of you drunk at a New Year's party. Right. Or with somebody's arm around you and you've cropped them out. Have you yeah. seen that one? The mystery arm? Whose picture? Whose arm is that? That's the only thing I think. <laughs> whose arm is that? Oh, that's uh, yeah, that's from. Uh, oh, that was an ex. Uh, I don't want to be seen with them <laughs> <Right>? around. Exactly. <laughs> this is my ex girlfriend slash boyfriend. I don't want that person on my yeah. LinkedIn profile picture anymore. Why were they there in the first place? Exactly. <sighs> Moving on. All right, on to number three, and this one really gets me. And okay. It, it is the misuse of the word literally. Oh. Like when people say, my head literally exploded. I look at them and go, I'll bet it didn't. I'll bet it didn't <laughs> literally explode. And I know that because I'm standing here talking to you and your head is still intact and shows no trauma from any such explosion. Yeah, and that's... I've heard people say, and I've talked to other linguists about this, not other linguists, I'm not a linguist myself, but I've listened to linguists from like Merriam-Webster and all that, and they say that our, our language is adaptive and that people have been misusing this word literally over time, but that does not make it right. It is wrong to misuse this word. Yeah, I. it looks like what's happening is it's becoming, like the definition is shifting. Yes. Which does happen over time. It does. But it tends to happen over a very long period of time, like over... The period of 100 plus years. Well, this this not... has been has been used misused for over 100 years now. They they cite examples going back into the 1800s. But not, but not, not as copious no, this is, as what we see. We're now. talking about everyday speech, right? This is stuff that's that's happening on a uh, literally a daily basis. Yes, <laughs> literally a daily basis. Except that's the correct way to use that word. But my head does not literally explode every time I think about it. I mean, figuratively explodes every time I think about it. Well. I, I mean, why do you need to say that if you're trying to, like, if obviously that's hyperbole. It is hyperbole. But why do you need to put the word literally in there? I don't why know. Can't you can't just, you say, just use a like metaphor my head without, exploded. Right. Can't you, or a simile, there you go, using like. 
Uh, can't you use a simile or a metaphor that doesn't include the word mi- literally? I or think just you can. my head exploded. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's funny. That's a metaphor, or whatever. Right. You don't need to. Th- I, I. You know what? Also, I think this is an interesting point. Why do we care so much about the word literally? Because it literally matters, Jake. <laughs> oh, <okay>. All right, <laughs> checkmate. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> And this one also, I mean, now we're getting into the deepest depths of my rage here. Yeah. But I hate Theraflu's advertising campaign. Well, okay. Have you seen this from these inhuman monsters who make this drug called Theraflu? I don't know which pharmaceutical company it is, but these group of monsters need to be stopped. And they are that. They're monsters. <laughs> because their, their, their ad is, oh, you got the flu? Here, take our product. It'll take away your symptoms. Then you can go to the office and you can perform. And that's literally what the what the ad is. Get into the office, you know. And they show the guy coming into the office and all the office lightens up. Meanwhile, he's spreading the flu to all of his coworkers. <laughs> he's giving them the flu so that Theraflu gets more patients or more customers. You know, that's that's just wrong. You shouldn't do this, Theraflu. You should stop doing that. You should say, hey, take our medicine to to feel better, but do everybody else a favor and stay home. Don't spread the flu like the like the pandemic that it is. I I am impressed. I just wanted to let you go yeah. for a little while a and little bit go winded. off on that tangent <laughs> because you really got into that one. I was excited. I do, man, and that I just frost me. It frosts me. Stay home when you're sick. It stay home. You? It it what's you? Frosts me. It frosts you. Frosts. Yes. I've never Chill. heard that before. You've never heard that? No. Nope. Frost burns my butt. It's kind of like the opposite. Like, I, I don't know. Burns off parts of my anatomy with frostbite or I don't know. I don't know what the origin of that one is, but it's a colloquialism that I like to use. That I've never heard before. That you've never heard before. I'm going to have to write that one down. Okay. That really that, I will say that that is true. You don't want to go and spread around a disease like the flu. Yes. If I'm at work and I know someone that I have to supervise is is sick, yep. don't even bother. Because I don't need home. you coming in and getting everyone else sick. That's right. Because then everyone else is going to suffer, and you, they're not going to be doing their jobs. Right. You coming, you not coming into work today will not hurt us as bad as everybody not coming into work next week. Exactly. Right. It's 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 an economic issue. Stay home. Just get just get better. You should have time off. If you don't, like, people get sick. It's understandable. Why, Theraflu? Because You've won me over on this one, too. You're doing a pretty good job so far. And number one. Here it is. This drum roll. The funniest. Uh, that was a terrible or... drum roll. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> number one. This comes back from 2013. I hate when you're in the gym locker room and naked guys do non-naked guy stuff. Like try to talk to you or drink from the water fountain. Ooh. Do they have to bend over to drink yes, from this water exactly. fountain? <laughs> do, do they not wear a towel? They're walking around the gym locker room naked. Okay. Right? Like, hey, man, I'm in good shape. You know, like there's some kind of Adonis or something. That's, I don't know. Does this happen in women's locker rooms too? I have no clue. Having never been in the women's locker room, I could not tell you that. We need to get someone on and, and say, hey, does this happen in women's locker rooms as well? But I've had a guy, I come in, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm like, just done for my workout, and I come into the locker room, and there's a guy standing there. He has no reason to talk to me except the fact that, for some reason in his head, he thinks because he's naked, it's his opportunity to talk to me. And he goes, hey, how you doing? I'm like, don't don't even talk to me. Put on some pants. 
then talk to me. Then ask me that question. <laughs> I don't want to hear from you while you're naked. Period. I, I think... He goes, okay, sure, I'm just going to get a drink of water from this What? Stop! <laughs> Let me at least get to my lockers. I don't have to see that happen. That's in- that's amazing. Oh, that's that's horrible. I'm, yeah. My stomach is churning just thinking about it. I, maybe it's because there's some element of... Why are you so gregarious when you're naked? Right, yeah. I, like, I have no feel, idea. That makes necessary. me uncomfortable when somebody is gregarious when they're naked. Yeah. But if I see you out in, in the, in like the gym, you don't talk to me like this when you're in the, when you're in the gym. Right? You don't say, hey, how's it going? You don't, you, you, for some reason, this guy, these people, and there's multiple people that ha- this has happened to me with, they wait for me to be in the locker room and for them to be naked, and then they talk to me. And I don't want to talk to you then. Sorry, I just don't want to. That's uh, because, at least as far as I've seen, I haven't experienced that, thank God. Yeah. Uh, so far, my experience has been, well, okay, maybe that's not entirely true because I did play football in college. Right. And the <laughs> people, yeah, that's, that's that gets pretty that, weird. That's your teammates, though. True. You, like, have, you, know you the, have a relationship with You know with these, these people, this, whereas this person you're talking about is a complete stranger. Right, just some complete, just some rando in the locker room talking to me and that's and that's kind of the like the the unwritten pact of people in locker rooms like if you don't know that person first off you just don't straight up start talking to them right but you also if you have to use the shower and you're using a communal shower you really don't do that because again that's just awkward right it's uncomfortable this water sure is comfortable isn't it shut up stop it (laughs) get away from me All right, and now it's time for Joe Rates Your Hate, the part of the show where I rate your hate relative to the things I hate. And, Jake, I think you have some things there for me. That's right. So the first one we have here is Yvonne from Facebook. She says she hates that no one seems to use a blinker while driving anymore. Huh. I will tell you that I think it's um, it is... It depends on the situation. If I'm sitting there waiting to come out of some place, actually, even if you turn your signal on, if I'm like trying to make a left or, or, or waiting and, and looking at oncoming traffic and they have their signal on, I don't trust them. Because too many times I've seen somebody with their signal on and then they don't make the turn. And if I'd have pulled out in front of them, they'd have hit me. So I don't trust turn signals in the yeah. first place. So, uh, and the other reason, one of the things, until recently here in Maryland, uh, it, surprisingly recently, like within the past five years, they just made it a law that you have to use your turn signal when changing lanes on the highway. That's not That wasn't a law before? No, it wasn't a law. They had to make it a law, and it was relatively recently. And my wife used to yell at me, you're supposed to use your turn signal. I said, I don't think it's a law in Maryland. And then they made it a law, and I'm like, now I have to do it. Well, I mean, you should have done it anyway. No, I don't think because so. Because it's not a changing lanes. Well, it, it, it's a courtesy in most states, but here in Maryland, if I turn my signal on, the guy who is behind me, <laughs> I've seen them mash the accelerator and try to get on, get in front of me so that I don't get in front of them. That's the kind of pettiness that happens on the roads here, and I it hate that. It sounds like this is the wrong place. This sounds like it's an awful place. You're it, making this out to be a terrible place. I've lived in Maryland all my life, and I love, I love this state, but there are some things I hate about it. Driving? This might, this might be one of them. But uh, so now what I do is I start changing lanes, and as I'm changing lanes, I put on my signal. So Yvonne, I'm I'm kind of with you on this. Uh, I, uh, you know, if everybody would behave normally, I can't I can't really can't really say I totally hate when people don't use their their uh, signals. I I kind of understand. I would like you to use your signal when you're turning, um, 
particularly if you're slowing down to make the turn. But then again, even if you do, I'm probably not going to trust it. So I guess, Yvonne, I'm sorry. I, I can't hate this with you. All right. So on to Gail from Facebook. She hates running out of wine on a snow day. Uh, I hate running out of anything on a snow day. I'm, well, I mean, that's a very that's a very adult thing to say. Yeah. You've gotten to the point where you're like, oh, great, I can just drink and not have to worry about anything. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm just going to sit home and drink wine. Which, all day. if that's your goal then, and then you run out of wine, I imagine that would piss you off. That would that would make me angry. Yeah, I'm going to be with Gail on this because one. Because now you can't go to the liquor store either to get more. <laughs> right. Because you're already three and a half bottles in, right? I haven't experienced this personally, can but you, I would hate that. If that was my that goal- I don't know if you can drink that much wine and live, but go ahead. Well, maybe you're with other people. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Hey, that's right. I was imagining me by myself drinking three uh, and a half bottles of wine. Well, there <laughs> are some people. I don't know if that's people. survivable. Okay, so Rick from Facebook has our last hate, and he says he hates when it's cash only at the hoagie shop or pancake house. Hate, 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 hate. <laughs> I'm... I'm with you, Rick. I don't carry cash anymore very often. So when I go to a restaurant and they say we're cash only, the first thing that pops into my mind is I, I want to look at them and go, are you laundering money? Well, even if they were, they wouldn't tell you. Right, of course. But uh, that's, that is that is pretty odd. It's very easy to accept credit card there is, anymore. There is almost no reason to not accept credit cards. You are precluding such a large portion of, of business from from. From the general population, a lot of people are going into this cashless mode where they're just not carrying cash anymore. You, as a business, owe it to yourself to accept credit cards. Yeah, it's I. I mean, I think that's pretty straightforward. I it's think such, it is. It's so. I'm, I'm with you on this, Rick. You're you're getting stuck behind the times there. And I can't help no but reason. think that every time I go into a cash-only business, that there's another cash register that doubles my sale, and they take some some amount of money out of the big pile of illegal money they have back there and kind of make it legit by having another sale look just like mine. Oh, my God. That's what I'm thinking every time I walk into a cash-only business. There you have it. That's uh... <laughs> that's, that's me and my paranoid conspiracies. <laughs> yep. All right, so who do you think had the best rant there of the three? I'm going to go with Rick on this one. Okay. Simply because he put the word hate so many times after what he hated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he used hate six times in that sentence. Yeah. Excellent. All right, hate. Six times in two sentences. Yes. All right. So, Rick, congratulations. You have the rant of the week. All right. So let's rate these two other ones. Uh, let's see. Running out of wine on a snow day. I'm going to put that um, uh, below square dancing. And, Rick, I'm also going to put your hate uh, probably just above square dancing and probably just below inappropriate pictures on LinkedIn. So right there between numbers four and five. And Yvonne, I'm sorry. I just, I can't be with you on this. <laughs> I can. That's okay. <laughs> but but Jake is with you. I'm 100% with you. And that's what really matters. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please share it with your friends. You would also help if you would rate us on Facebook or on iTunes and tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at Things Joe Hates. Like us on Facebook. Facebook dot com slash things joe hates our email address is things joe hates podcast at gmail.com links to all of these can be found on our website things joe hates 
www.andreapetrilli.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates. <laughs>